welcome to Ushered into Healing, a pathway to renewed inspiration. I am Letitia Renee. In today's episode, we're going to talk about those that are freshly wounded, those that are freshly wounded and experiencing grief due to the death of a loved one. Many of us that um, have dealt with being freshly wounded from the death of a loved one, we go through a phase of just being completely numb. Find yourself navigating life as a functional griever, similar to that of a functional alcoholic. Like you're able to do your day-to-day -day tasks. You're able to handle your responsibilities with a smile on your face, but you are battling and wrestling with this inner turmoil, this unbelievable ache in your heart, this unbelievable grief yet you still maintain appearances, you still show up and show out and follow through. But there's this undeniable, unfamiliar territory of grief that innerly consumes you. So when I first lost my mom, I was numb and I was also moving about in this world as a functional griever because I had to. At the same time, my dad had cancer when my mom died, so I needed to be in a position where I was sane and still had an okay head on my shoulder because I needed to care for my dad and I needed to care for him with the best ability that I could. But then a year later, when my dad died, I was in this familiar place again. I was in this place of facing death. I was in this place of it being familiar, but at the same time, it was confusing. I had been in autopilot mode for so long, moving about the day, I truly didn't know how to grieve. So when my dad died, I was lost like how do i even breathe at this point how do i get from point a to point b how do i even make sense of what just happened back to back without losing my mind you see i didn't know how to grieve i knew how to survive i knew how to be within a world living but not living. I knew how to function and be alive, but not living, not experiencing, not growing, not evolving, just taking up space, being in isolation, being numb, just being with no clear path, no clear direction, of where to turn. To everyone else, it may have appeared or looked like I was getting over it. I was getting over the death of mom. I was getting over the death of dad and I was moving on because I was put in position to travel. But travel was in some ways my therapy because I'm in an environment I don't know. So I have to maneuver and keep a sane mindset being in countries that I wasn't familiar with and traveling alone. So for me, it was a disguised 
form of therapy. Yet when people would see the countries and people would see the smile on my face, it was the assumption that, oh, she's doing good. She's getting over it. But no, I was struggling for years. I'm talking year upon year upon year. I had sleepless nights. Three hours was the most I would sleep. And even with that, it wasn't a straight sleep. Every time I closed my eyes, I would see the fear in my mother's eyes, the fear of dying. Every time I closed my eyes, I would see them sick. I would see them in pain. I would see them hurting. Every time I closed my eyes, it was an uncomfortable feeling. It was a sad place. It was a sunken place. So I feared going to sleep because somehow or another, although the good days outweighed the bad, for a long time in my life, I couldn't see the good days. For a long time in my life, all the happy moments had been erased. There was no such thing. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you about a happy moment because every time I closed my eyes, all I saw was death, despair hopelessness, emptiness. It was very hard for me to sleep in the beginning and years to follow. So those that are freshly dealing with grief, I don't per se understand your pain, but I know what it was like when I had to face it. And I am here to be of support to you to share my story so you can get a glimpse of hope, so that you can get a glimpse of believing that tomorrow can be better. It takes time and it's a process. I became an adult orphan and I didn't wanna learn how to navigate this world without my mom. I didn't wanna learn what it felt like to navigate this world without my dad. Sure, I had my brother, I had my family, I had my friends that loved me and cared for me, but I yearned for the love and comfort of a mother, my mother. I yearned for the love, the security, the protection of a father, my father. And although I was an adult, to become an adult, often, 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 without mom, without dad by my side, it was an unbelievable title I didn't want to take on, an unbelievable new life, new step, new walk I didn't want to embody or face. I realized me being numb was a shield protecting me of the weight of grief and all the emotions it entailed. Sure, I went through periods of being angry, being sad, um, being confused, being upset. Very rarely did I go through periods of happiness or joy or even gratitude in the beginning stages. No not the least 
but this numbness that I felt, I realized it to be a shield. And in the beginning stages for me, it was needed and it was necessary to protect me from this roller coaster of emotions that I had no clue how to navigate. Nor did many people around me because many people around me didn't experience grief at the level that I had experienced. So many people, if any, knew how to handle my pain. And I didn't expect anyone to. This was a solo journey. Life had it where I would have to walk alone and learn as I navigate through the process. Like I said before, I functioned as a functional griever, similar to a functional alcoholic. And one of the things that um, it's hard to do when you are a functional griever is being able to maintain that. Being able to maintain functioning and moving about in the world. Being able to maintain a facade, a mask, should I say. And keeping up the strength and the appearance of a functional griever. And then it came a point where I realized I can't keep up with this. I don't even want to keep up with this. It's too much work, too much effort to mask my grief as opposed to facing it, dealing with it, embracing it, enduring it, and going through it and see what the end is going to be. What will my story lead up to? What will each chapter entail? And how will I choose to explore different pieces of myself? How will I choose to explore the different depths of pain I would experience? It's a serious thing. Those that are dealing with grief and at a point where you feel you don't want to live again, I urge you, I encourage you to seek out professional help. Professional help is not taboo. It's not a bad thing. It's actually something that can help you. Find a professional that meshes well with you. Be in a position to have conversations to express your truth where you are, where the professional can help you navigate these feelings, help you uh, deal with these feelings, help you explore these feelings, where they'll ask you questions to help you dig deeper. And although it may be painful to dig deeper, it's necessary and part of your healing process. And you have the strength to do it. Your loved ones are there rooting you on, although you may not feel it. Trust me, I'll share with you on a later show. Your loved ones are always close. Your loved ones are always near. Your loved ones are always present. Yet this is your journey. This is your spiritual path for you to take.
they're not in position to step in and uh, lead you. Yet their presence is there to love on you and to encourage you and to see you make it through another day. I used to question whether it was okay for me to find joy, okay for me to find happiness why? while I was battling, dealing with, facing grief. A part of me somehow felt like for me to feel joy, for me to feel happiness, took away from my feelings for my mom and dad that died. It was like it was negating or forgetting about the fact that they died because here I am finding myself having a joyful time, but it's like, wait, should you be joyous? Mom and dad are dead. Should you be experiencing this happiness? How do you balance out the two? And it did become a time where, although some years later, I learned to balance out going through the grief and experiencing joy simultaneously. I started to learn that me experiencing joy doesn't take away from the fact that I love my mom and dad. I cherish my mom and dad. Yet at the same exact time, when mom and dad want me to be in sorrow, is this the life they would want me to live? Is this the life that I want to live? Why am I staying here? Because I didn't know, I didn't know it was okay for me to take steps toward finding happiness, take steps toward joy, take steps toward laughter. I didn't know there could be a balance and then a tipping of the balance as I grew, as I found purpose. And as I found purpose, it started to chip away at the grief that I was feeling. As I found purpose, it started to make sense, the grief that I was feeling. My grief has purpose. My parents' death had purpose. So if I chose to not find purpose or passion, fueling that energy of sadness into something different. I don't know where I would be today. I don't know the mindset I would have this day. I don't know where I'd be living, how I would be moving in this world today. It certainly wouldn't be at the capacity that I am now, but it was a journey and it was a road I needed to take in order to survive. And the purpose of this show, Ushered into Healing, A Pathway to Renewed Inspiration, is to, in some ways, help you through your own journey so that you don't have to take the years that I took to get to a space and place that I am now, where I was able to balance and tip the scales of grief and joy, where I found therapy in traveling, I found therapy and speaking to professionals, I found therapy and balance in doing the work 
And one of the things that we may not realize, sometimes subconsciously, we may blame ourselves or deal with regret or guilt that keeps us bound and in a state of grief and a state of sure depression. And I was doing that. And then when I realized it and I wrote some things out, I had to forgive myself. Like, why, why was I choosing to carry this weight of guilt and regret or shoulda, coulda, woulda when I know I put my best foot forward in all the circumstances that dealt with my parents. And even if I didn't, I was still in the position to say, no, Letitia Renee, I forgive you. Letitia Renee, I love you. You do that with me now, those of you that are listening, those of you that are watching. In place of my name, say your name. Say it with me now. So-and-so, I forgive you. So-and-so, I love you. So-and-so, you are enough. And you are growing and soaring and capable of turning your pain into passion and purpose. All it takes is a first step. All it takes is a decision. That decision is the first step. That decision will have your mindset change where you will be matched with that frequency. So today, family, I encourage you. I want you to know that it's okay that sometimes you can't see the light or sometimes it seems unbearable. Just know, trust and believe. On the other side, there is light and it is a possibility to experience it again. Just on the other side of darkness, there are possibilities. Possibilities that are big and bright and prosperous for you. There are possibilities to breathe again. There are possibilities to experience happiness again. Choose you. The road ahead may seem uncertain, but I promise you just keep taking steps and inch by inch, you're taking steps towards your own healing. It's not a race, it's a process and everyone's process is different. So try not to put yourself in position to compare your grief to someone else's grief, compare your stage of healing to someone else's stage of healing. This is your process, it's not a race. Take it in stride, take it step by step, but every step forward, even if you fall forward, nonetheless is a step and a step toward healing. As you take those steps, you'll begin to be on a journey where you'll find possibilities, small and large. You'll find possibilities, you'll find growth you'll even begin to find transformation. So family, thank you for being with me today. Later shows, I'll share with you more of my journey and steps that I've taken to get to this place of renewal on my path to healing. 
as always, I thank you. I appreciate you. You are magical and you matter. Until we meet again.